Hello my loves, I'm Carly and this is Tea with Kings and Queens, the podcast where I chat to the most exciting he, she's and they's from the world of drag, burlesque and cabaret. Today I'm talking to a brand new London-based Italian drag king, Papa Parmigiano. Despite being a brand new king, Papa has been dazzling audiences in the Man Up competition at the Glory in London recently. And today we talk about drag beginnings, inspirations and that now iconic performance at the Glory featuring a lot of cooked pasta. Enjoy. So in today's episode, I'm very excited. I'm talking to that true romantic. He is horny for pasta. It's Papa Parmigiano. Hello. Hiya. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's great to chat to you. So I found out about you through the magic of Instagram. Um, The magic. So you're an extremely new king on the scene. But I mean, I'm going to say you've exploded. Yay! I'm saying it. Yay! Um, That's exciting. So your video, uh, it was Man Up Heat 3, I think, because you're in the infamous uh, Man Up competition at the Glory yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And I saw your video of what now is an infamous performance involving <laughs> spaghetti that we can get into. And immediately I was like, I need to speak to that king. Um, <laughs> tell us about that performance. Let's start there. Um, so it was it's a bit of a weird one because that, like whole sort of like act was actually the first time that I'd done that one um I'd sort of like had a different sort of like setup to my act um so I did the um Soho Cabaret and Drag Lab course um and I did that back last year like the end of last year um sort of December time it finished um and it was really great but the act was like and there is still definitely room for this I think but the act was very much more of like a stand-up piece um there was like a guitar serenade in it and that sort of thing it was like just a quite a different setup there was loads of chatting it was just a bit but it still had a very similar like feel to it um and then I went to see um the other man ups before my heat and I was like I don't know if this is gonna work in here I don't know and then I just had it yeah I just had this is classic me though I just had a major meltdown I was just like shit I need to change everything well in that the other performers were just very different to you or yeah I think I think and I now looking back on it I've seen people who have been fantastic in that space who have done stand-up and it absolutely does work but I think there's just that self-doubt that creeps in um which is just classic and I was just like oh no oh no oh no so I was like right let's think let's like make a different track so I made like the whole track and stuff um and then just rehearsed the shit out of it and only listened to that track when I was walking around on the street wow so I was like I was like walking from A to B um and um in the track there's like a, a clip of like Gino being like big Italian sausages and I was just like walking around the street just like with Gino in my just in my ear being like big Italian sausages big 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 I'm convinced that people could hear it as well I hope so if, <laughs> if you're listening and you haven't seen this performance it's on your Instagram isn't it I mean it's still all over yeah, the internet cute little like circle things on the Instagram the story. yeah go and have a look at this because um <clears throat> 
I mean, it's it's a really funny act. How would you describe Papa? Because I think this is a really good introduction to that character if you watch yes. this performance. So Papa is um, grotesquely <laughs> handsome. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really it's it's he's very um, disgusting, but he's also like just got a lot of charm about him. I hope. Um, yeah. And he's, I think um, it's just about, for me anyway, like pushing the boundaries. I mean, not even just for me, for drag in general, it's all about pushing boundaries. Um, Just like taking that really classic, like idea of an Italian heartthrob and just like pushing it to the point where it's fucking disgusting. (laughs) Um, Because yeah. I think there's the whole thing of like, oh, Italian men, Italian men, but like Italian men are just as trash as everyone else. <laughs> <It's not poor. laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's like a, just about, and obviously food revolves around the act so much. Um, there's because- a lot that happens with spaghetti and cheese being grated. <laughs> um, I'll leave it up to listener's imagination really um it's an interesting journey that the audience goes on with you I think because as you say at first of all you're presenting yourself as this terribly handsome sexy waiter and then it just gets taken way too far but the audience is still completely with you yeah (laughs) um yeah it's I think I mean, it's all about, I I think like stereotypes are such a massive part. And I think Mm. they are, they definitely have their place. Like stereotypes definitely have their place. And I think, um, you know, with with Papa, like every time that I come off uh, from doing it, people are like, I've definitely had that waiter before. Yes, yes. And that's what I love because I want it to still be real and relatable because then it's more funny. <laughs> yes, it's very familiar. It's very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was heat three. What on earth did you do in the first two heats? <laughs> well, no, because it's um. So the way that it works, you do like one heat and then like. I see. So you were put in heat three. Okay. So then you're yeah. through to the final, which is very yeah. exciting. Yeah. So you're new to the scene. Was this your first competition? How many performances have you done before in drag or as Papa? first um definitely first competition yeah um wow. yeah uh and in terms of like like I said I did the um Soho Cabaret and Drag Lab course which yeah was tell really us great. about that um it was really great so um at the time it was run by Cyro and um Molly Beth Morosa I think now it's run by Cyro and Len Blanco um Len also did a couple of like guest um uh sessions as well uh and they're fantastic like they were all just so good so not even just like just so lovely so down to earth about it because I think I've wanted to do drag for quite a long time so I went to drama school and I fucking hate saying I went to drama school (laughs) I I yes I did (laughs) it's Um, okay you can say it (laughs) (laughs) and um we did like a sort of like cabaret thing there and I that was the first time I sort of like dabbled with drag because I was like I really want to do it I think like I'd be quite good at it. So I did it once then and a couple of times. And then I was just like, do you know what? I just don't know if I've got it in me to do this right now. So I went for years 
really wanting to do it but just being so frightened and so scared of it mm-hmm. um and I think not only was that because I just at the time I think drag is kind of very much like part of you well for me anyway I think for a lot of people it, it's very much like an extension kind of of yourself like I, I always say that Parmigiano is basically like my alter ego um you know and I think it's really scary to like get up and almost put your like when you're when you're acting you're like performing a character whereas this is like something that you've created this is like your baby Mm. like yes you might have had some other eyes on it but this is like you Mm. so if someone hates it you're like oh no (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and it's just quite scary um but yeah the um the course really sort of and my partner I'm not even going to take credit for this they were literally like you need to do this you need to do this and if you don't do it I'm going to apply for you (laughs) I did did the thing that I did and was just like no 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 next thing I know she applied for me great and I was just like (laughs) what do you mean and then I was like oh thanks for that (laughs) but they also did it as well which was really funny they ended up doing the course as well um how was that great I it it was it was really good and it was we had like a whole conversation at the start where we were like are we gonna hold each other back and I was like literally no (laughs) (laughs) literally no and now um so my partner spoiler rotten I don't know if you've like Ah, um so they're obviously like doing bits as well um like doing mad things but our acts are so different um I was gonna say do you inspire each other Yes, I, I like. I will definitely say that. Um, sort of, there are some things where I'll be like, "Oh, babe, I've just come up with this really good idea," and she's like, "Yeah," <laughs> and then it will be like vice versa, and then we'll be like, or we'll like really psych up each other up, and it will be like really great. Um, but I'm really thankful for that because I've I've definitely got a lot of like self doubt and stuff when it comes to like my own creativeness, which is, you know we're saying out loud it's silly but it's definitely there and present so it's good to have someone that's just like no that is good Mm. just keep going with it um yeah did the course help you with that too so what was it that finally made you think right I'm gonna get up on stage then after all this nervousness about it yeah um so yeah the course was definitely definitely helpful and I think um you know you're presented with like people who are like this is this is these are tools that you can use um and you know you can take that or you can use something else it was just really helpful and the environment was really like it was really comfortable environment to sort of experiment and explore and ask questions and and that wasn't something that I'd like I'd been to see like drag shows and stuff but like after a show you're not going to go up to someone well I mean you might and definitely that is something you can do but personally me I wouldn't like in a smoking area be like so tell me blah blah blah. I'm just like that's just a bit of a like crossing a bit of a boundary when someone's just finished a gig and they just want a pint of the fag do you know what I mean (laughs) um so yeah it was definitely helpful and I think I I often find that I need a deadline um because I'm just like if I'm I can be very complacent with time so the fact that it was just like this is your set amount of weeks. And then at the end, there will be a showcase with an audience, like a paid audience, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, right, 
you've got to do something because you can't look shit on stage. You've got to do something. Um, so it gave me a couple of that I needed. And now I'm like, great, well, let's, let's do it. What's next? So what was it like being judged in a competitive situation, being so new? Um, so uh, the judges on my heat um, were Bojangles, which I'm just wow. Like, Wow, wow. Um, and um, the sex doctor, uh, Dr. Karen Gurney, I think I'm saying that right. Um, Interesting. Legit. I was just like, when I first, because obviously Man Up put the thing up who the judges are going to be. Before yeah. Today, I was like, a sex doctor? Follow straight away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought, do you know what? Actually, this is quite good because my act is just about sex yes (laughs) it's not just about sex but it predominantly um at face value (laughs) it's just about loads of sex um so I was just like okay okay I'm gonna I'm gonna milk this um but it was quite scary I think even even though the sort of setup for man up is that they're not judges they're celebrants that in terms of like um the way that you're sort of given your constructive criticism and stuff yeah um it is still really scary and also like at man up low and it's actually really lovely but loads of amazing kings who are already like very established on the scene like prince silver and like uh, i was literally just like, they're all sat on the front row oh my god they're all sat on the front row and I'm just like ah! I was going to ask you about the physical setup of it because I was like okay where are the celebrants put because I thought oh perhaps you could focus on the audience but then if that's your audience they're there they're literally right there. there um I think I mean the glory is obviously like quite a tight sort of space anyway because it's in the up- upstairs bit um so the first things you see are them all just here which actually is really nice because they uh, they do like they're very supportive yeah, and I was yeah. Like, which is really lovely um and to see like some like really amazing creatives like laughing at your work and enjoying your work does give you a nice little ego trip I'm not gonna lie yeah and your performance you, really good. you were so interactive <laughs> with the audience as well they've got to be with you you can see exactly how they're responding too legit yeah well legit like the first thing that I say when I well one of the first things is um I ask someone uh, if they know what papa means in Italian um which of course then makes them say daddy and then and everyone goes just, nuts and then off we go <laughs> it's a great Um, start but yeah it's um it was very scary but very lovely and the comments that I got were very lovely um yeah good how are you feeling about the final I presume you can't give us any kind of hint as to what you're gonna do I don't know what I'm gonna do okay (laughs) Uh, this is an interesting way to work (laughs) um it is it's just like how far can I push it until I have the anxiety to make something. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, I've got some ideas floating around. Um, I don't know if I'm like going to completely change it or like adapt it for the space because obviously the Glory Clapham Grand is significantly bigger space. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I've got some ideas floating around, uh, but I am nervous for the final um but the the like 
lineup of kings that are going to be in the final is insane. Like I've seen, uh, if I haven't seen them in person, then I've seen um, them sort of like on Instagram and stuff. Um, and just, there's just, people's brains are so cool. Like people's idea, and they're all different. Like, I don't think there's many that are in any way similar. Everyone's so different. You've got this mixed bars of like goodness and sexiness. And it's just like amazing. I'm really excited just to sort of like, not to sound like a wanker, but I'm really excited just to sort of like share the stage with them because yeah. I think it's going to be amazing. Actually, yeah. I think it's going to be a really, really good night. It's such a huge competition. And, and just the drag king scene in the UK right now is so exciting. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think it's grown so much from it just in the last few years. It's like, yeah. Like when I was at uni and I was just like, oh, I really want to do like be a drag king, blah, blah, blah. It was all still fairly sort of. And now, thank God, it's getting the. I mean, there's still definitely way to go, but it's getting a little bit more of the thing that it deserves. Yeah, it's the exposure really that it needs, yeah. isn't it? The scene. Yeah. But um, it, it's just this amazing creative space. I wonder if lockdown had much to do with it, where people were able to start formulating ideas or messing around with digital drag and stuff like yeah. that. Did you do anything over lockdown or were you just focusing on doing this course later on? Um, so, I mean, I've, I've, I, I didn't do anything sort of like, publicly or anything like that um I do this thing and I think probably a lot of creative people do this thing where you'll be walking around the street blah blah, blah or you'll like see something that you think oh I'm gonna write that down um so I tried to sort of like because I've been doing that for years like years like even before sort of like drag was on the radar just because of like creativeness and acting and whatever and I had a look through my notes on my phone bloody loads of notes and I was just like you know when you just and then I'd obviously forgotten about it and I went through some stuff and I just sort of collated some bits together because I was like I'm gonna forget about all of these because I did forget about all of them but there was like loads of things that I'd seen that are now in my notebook that did actually spark some ideas for Papa and that's something that I saw like god knows how long ago probably I think it was related to like when I was in a restaurant and I saw like a waiter act a little bit like you know that's a little bit crossing the line um (laughs) um yeah so to be honest I think lockdown was really useful for just sort of collating some ideas together but I found it really useful because I was before lockdown I was doing a million different jobs Mm. and in lockdown I was just like look I really just want to be a creative I want to be freelance. It's scary. I am freelance, but it's, it's you know, it's scary financially. But um, I think it was, I'm definitely a lot happier um, in myself and my sort of like mental state that I can sort of have the room to be creative and stuff um, without like running to like six different jobs in like mm. a week. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I found lockdown helpful for that side of things. It, I Creative sort of collating creative things. So obviously your acting backgrounds helped you massively yeah. sort of within creating yeah. Papa yeah. as well. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, I think you have to have that kind of background to do drag because there seems to be so many different I don't in. think. Yeah, I don't think you do. Um, I think like in terms of 
creativity and stuff. I think everyone works so differently anyway. Um, and there's so many like kings and things and stuff that aren't actors and weren't really like performers before. And that just sort of shows you that, no, you don't need it. I, I personally think it's helpful um, for me in the way that I work, but I definitely don't think it's a necessary thing. I think drag is definitely for everyone. And by everyone, I do mean the queer community. I don't mean straight cis men. Um, yeah. But I, I do think, you know, it is for everyone and it isn't something, I think it's very easy to like, stop yourself from doing something because you're like oh I'm not a performer I don't do performing blah, blah blah but like as soon as you like get sort of a bit of inspiration and a bit of an idea I think no matter what your background is it's a good thing for you to just go for it especially with something like drag you know um yeah no to answer your question I don't think you need you need it I was having a random question chat with a work colleague yesterday and they said to me well what is drag then and I was really stumped because to me now it encompasses so much that I can't articulate it anymore yeah. and I was kind of pleased about that special. I can't I can't even tell you <laughs> um I was going to ask you about sort of how you found your place within the drag community, but I guess you were already involved with the competition, doing the course, so you'd already yeah. kind of found a way in. I've talked to a lot of performers who were performing already, moved to London, and that may have found it, it difficult kind of finding their own community and their own space, but you did you already have that? Um, yeah, so like you said, with the sort of the course and stuff, I everyone that I did the course with are absolute diamonds. Um, and I'm, you know, we're, we're like a little family, like it's so lovely, but I think- Is it for uh, beginners? Was it for, is it a beginner's it's for course? Any, it's for anyone. Um, so someone who's a complete beginner or someone who's already got like some ideas to play with and they just want to sort of have a bit of like guidance and direction with it. <clears throat> um, but I can, I think I was, nervous about entering before the course was like even on the radar I think half the battle is but where do I start and obviously Mm. you've got the open slots and stuff but it's still a bit like but where do I start um and but now that sort of things are you know in full flow I've met so many people I think there's a, I've really noticed a huge difference um, within the sort of like drag community and like like acting and like musician and that sort of thing. People are just so much like so much. No, hang on. So much more friendly. Mm-hmm. Much more friendly. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Like you know when you just like say a word and you're like, does that make sense? Um, <clears throat> they're just much friendlier um, and more willing to like chat and like just. But, like, not chat about work, just chat about, like, stuff, you know? I find it really annoying when you meet someone and, like, one of the first questions they ask you is, like, so what project are you working on right now? (sighs) I'm just like, how about you ask how I am? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Ask, like, ask something else. Yeah. And, like, I don't find that with the drag scene. Um people are just so much more sort of like friendly and stuff and I've met yeah just so many lovely people just like on a night 
just having a chat and it's just lovely just really really lovely um and supportive you know I think it's a lot more supportive and there's a lot less well that I've experienced anyway there's a lot less sort of like punching down and more much more like punching up and like hyping people up yeah um and even though like man up is a competition like all the kings uh, and things that have sort of done done the bits have all just we've all just been there just like you're amazing like hyping someone up like it it didn't feel like a competition environment because everyone was just so lovely it's like it is like a big celebration isn't it I think which is just what it should be yeah yeah. so who are your influences then whether they're (sighs) drag influences or whether you pull from elsewhere you said you you walk around a lot and just take stuff from the environment around you yeah I mean I I honestly to name the all the kings and things just everyone is just so good. I yeah. just cannot like pinpoint a specific like drag influence, but I very much work off sort of like real life um and sort of like picking up things that are just like things that I've seen um that I think are so ridiculous, it's hilarious. Um I'm just constantly like got an ear out somewhere, uh, especially like on the tube. Like when I'm on the tube, <laughs> that is the best. Like when you've got, I vividly like remember these two like men just coming to sit in front of me. Like it's just like almost they're caricatures of themselves. <laughs> like they get on and they just like do this, like widen their legs like a bloody, like there's no tomorrow. And then just start being like, yeah, she was gorgeous. Yeah, she was lovely. Oh, yeah, she was... Do you know what? I'll have her again. I'm just like, you're speaking in public! <laughs> Write it all down and you're there, like, writing it on your phone. I'm literally there. <laughs> it's like, subtly, just like, writing it all down. Um, and that is probably my biggest thing. Like, And obviously, like, Italian culture, like, my family um, are Italian uh, and just sort of taking influences from that Mm. is really important to me because although Papa is definitely like a stereotype, like, like I am like, it is really important to me to like, not be like a Dolmio advert. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that is like (laughs) my culture. Like they are sort of people that I know. And although Papa is horrific. um, Well, you're making me think of those awful flappy headed puppets now. Legit. Advert. Yeah, Legit. yeah. Legit. I just, I will never forget when I, my dad, when that came on the telly for like one of the first times, my dad was just sat there. And like, it's so ridiculous, but my dad was just sat there like, they're taking the piece. They're taking the piece. <laughs> Out of my country, they're taking the piece. I'm like, and then I was just there at the time. I was just like, ha ha ha, it's just an advert, calm down. And now I'm like, they're taking a piss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even nice. Nobody eats that. It's not Italian. <laughs> Have you spent much time out there? Um, when I was younger, we used to go out um, very regularly, um, but then like financial things mm. and, and it sort of slowed down a bit. Um, I haven't been there for a while. The last time I went was on holiday to Rome with my partner for a few days which was bloody lovely yeah um we haven't been in a while but I I am due a trip back have your family seen Papa no they haven't 
Um, they've seen what he looks like. I just don't think I can ever invite my mum to the show. I'm sorry, but I just don't think I can. I don't just because of the the sauciness level. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm literally (laughs) grating parmesan like I'm wanking. I cannot have my mum see that. I can't. I can't. My mum and dad are very supportive Mm. for like most things that I do, but I don't know. I'm bored with that. I'm not gonna lie. Well, let's see what you come up with for the final. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know where you go from there. Nice we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, where would you like to go with Papa? Have you got any thoughts or now are you just enjoying like the creativity of this new project? Um, I would really like to eventually, like this is like far in advance, but I would really like to have sort of like a, some sort of like Papa show. Yeah. Um. Definitely something that's like very interactive. Definitely something that involves lots of food. Um, yeah, I think that's some something to like that I definitely want to work towards is having like some sort of show or experience um, of of Papa. I can absolutely see him as like this great hosting character. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Because yeah. I think there could be quite a lot of depth to him, couldn't there? I think that you've brought. There, yeah. So. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'd really like to do some sort of like MC and stuff eventually as well um, with with him because he is very fun. Yeah, <laughs> and there is still something so likable about him. I have to say, I think that's the key, isn't it? No matter how yeah. far you go, there's always something likable about the character. Exactly. That's it. And that's what I, I don't ever want to sort of like lose that. I don't want to like come off stage and people be like, oh my God, what a dickhead. I'm like, <laughs> I want to come off stage and people be like, I don't know how to feel. Yes. That's my favorite feeling after I've seen someone perform. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the magic of drag. Yeah. Um, it's been gorgeous to talk to you. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, anytime. You'll have to come back after Man Up. I mean, yeah. good luck, but just enjoy it. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Thank you. Um, It's been really lovely. Thank you so much. Hi again, it's Carly. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you want to find out more or get in touch, head over to teawithkingsandqueens.com.